When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Speaking of emails, later in this segment, we are going to get to some listener feedback and questions, but we're going to start off with a little, uh, I don't want to call it a game, but we are going to go rapid fire through some of the players that, for various reasons, were notable in Patriot Mm. OTAs at Gillette Stadium this week. Uh, First, one quick note, the weather was beautiful. It was Mm. sunny, not hot. Not cold, like a perfect day if I were out playing, wanting to practice football in shorts and T-shirts and, like, not work too hard. But Bill Belichick went a little old school late in practice. They did. I didn't count them. Had to have been more than a dozen old school, like, gassers, like, true conditionings. Like, this is 1987 on a high school football field somewhere in no-name America. He wants his football team to be in shape. But that's a different t- topic for a different day. Chris Scheim time. What do you got for me? Uh, Andy, what was your reaction to Jack Jones? If I were like Fitzy, I would drop mm-hmm. an F-bomb here and say, effing awesome, Jack Jones. Just wow. From really? one to From 1 to 90, whatever they got on the roster right now, Jack Jones just became somewhere near the top of my list of players to watch. He really? can effing play. He stood out as a as an athlete, as a physical specimen in the cornerback position, drills, like they're Mm high-pointing. And you'd think these guys that have played football for the last 8, 10, 12, 15 years would all look like truly elite athletes when they jump up to high-point the ball. They don't all. It's a funny thing. They don't. You know, the old Charles Davis on your Madden? Well, if they could catch, they'd play receiver. And some of them look terrible. He looked like an athlete. He looked like the guy that was a top cornerback prospect coming out of high school, went to USC, had some issues in quotes. Yeah, I'll put there. Okay. I mean, so um, who, who among us hasn't, you know, have broken into a Panda Express? I was, was going to say robbed a fast hey. food establishment. Because, you know, Could there have been some confusion? Allegedly. They have samples. The person with the tray, he took the whole tray and ran and some cash and maybe some other stuff with it. So, like, uh, it was a sample. It's which one here. of us hasn't always th- almost thought we were going to lose our mind when we had that little orange orange uh, chicken on yeah. a skewer at the mall? They gave us a little sample. We're That's like, delicious. I got to get back. It's so um, good. Jack Jones also spent a lot of time returning punts at the very end of practice. That confounded me. And did so with a, a certain human being who may or may not be 70 years old who may or may not have had a Celtics hat on and be called the GOAT, giving him rep-by-rep detailed coaching, which I thought was interesting. Very interesting. Wasn't that supposed to be what Marcus Jones was? That's exactly – that's why it confounded me. I read that. I was like, Jack? But I thought Marcus Jones was the elite returner. But you also have to remember, Marcus Jones had surgery on both shoulders in December and January. I don't know what Uh, state of physical – as I joked to the guys on the hill while we were watching – for all I know, he can't lift his arms above his head right now to catch a punt. Like he that could be sense. rehabbing. But where was the know, joke in that? Shut your what? Uh, we know that Bill Belichick, if you're active in a special teams role, it opens the door for you to have a role on either offense or defense. Mm-hmm. I would like a role Jack, right now. J- Jet, look Sorry. down. <laughs> oh, every, t- every time. Wow. Of day- wow. <laughs> this is really wow. This is the mark this down, Chime. This was the first pod where it got personal. 
Um, <laughs> like I just I take okay, that, so I take that one to heart. Jack Jones, I love him. Okay, uh, next name Devontae Parker. Devontae Parker may have been the best receiver on the field for the Patriots. Kendrick Bourne so. looked good. Jacoby Myers looked good, but Devontae Parker, who we're not supposed to like report, oh, he's like whatever, but he was he's on the big. field with Kendrick Bourne and yep. Jacoby Myers. When he was in a grouping, those were the three. So it I like, like that. I like that. Three receiver set. Um, he had the deep ball play of the day. And if he had beaten anybody other than Justin Bethel, a career special teamer, I'd really be thinking it was awesome. Um, but he got down the field. He caught the ball. He looked healthy. He looked explosive. Devontae Parker for first impressions, positive. I'll be positive, too, and say, look at this. Why? Right, right now. Hold tight. All right. And say, Mark if the hit. guy can stay healthy, he might actually make some plays for this team. Okay, but what does that mean? I know if I'm he just, stays healthy, he's going like, to make plays. No, no, no. Yeah. Like, be like an impact player. Like okay, have, oh, a thousand yards. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put a number to it because I don't know how healthy he's gonna stay, but I I think he could he could be a a determining factor in how good this offense is. If, okay, if so, he plays 14 games, will he be a thousand yard receiver? No. Oh. He needs all 17. Okay, so let me all right. So let me then. I always love doing this. We'll or do a little. In, we'll do a little on the fly over under. Uh, Shime number of games played by Devontae Parker this year. I will set the over under at twelve point five. That's a very oh. Uh, I'm gonna go under just just shy. I think he plays ten. Was my number ten out of seventeen? Okay, Andy. Yep. Andy Hart uh, number of receptions by Devontae Parker this season. I'm gonna set the over under at fifty seven and a half. I will take the under. Okay. I think he'll be right around fifty. Because I'm that I'm factoring into that a couple other things. Uh, uh, you said complimentary receiver package earlier, which I agree with. Well, there's a lot of receivers. There's a lot of balls to go around, and I think Bourne has is probably going to get the opportunity to take a step forward. You know, I wrote this last week. Twelve games with four targets or less for him. I, that can't be the same, in my opinion. That has to go up. He catches like seventy six percent of the passes thrown his way, so his catches, his targets are going to go up. I think Jacoby Myers will probably stay in the same ballpark, probably drop down a little bit. But I also, I don't rule out Tyquan Thornton. Like, you took him in the second round. Second round receivers in the National Football League in the years like 2020, 2021, 2022, come in and catch the ball. Like, they're they're playmakers. So, hopefully he has an opportunity. So, I actually think Devontae Parker could have a pretty big year, pretty good year without putting up silly numbers because of the nature of the complimentary uh, weapons in the offense. Yeah, and we'll see what he does for yards and touchdowns as well. Andy, I, before we get on to the next player, I just need to know, Jacoby Myers, did he look noticeably bigger because he put on the 25 pounds of muscle in the offseason? Yeah, I didn't notice that. Oh, okay, interesting. But, right. I, I mean, we're, we're, we're 40, 50, 60 yards away at times. True. You know who looks big? Okay. I don't know his name, but the uh, the rookie punter? Now, it doesn't help that they gave him like Joe Tooney's oh, number sixty-two. One, right? Yeah, the un the undrafted punter, but he looks like a guard. He looks a hell of a lot more like a guard than he does a punter. Which I found wow. Oh, and by the way, Shime, you and I each need to take a lap after the podcast because two of our undrafted free agent picks yeah, to make an Gonzo. impact on the Patriots. Liam Shanahan, I think his name yep. was the former center guard from and LSU, King. and my guy Derek King Gonzo. By the I way, the punter's were... name is Jake Julian. Uh, I heard both your undrafted rookies were horrific in really? tryouts. Yikes. Horrific. Oh, wow. Like 
so so bad they had to go immediately like, like y'all don't have go. to go home but you can't Zero stay here correct yeah. here uh, is uh, okay andy the next name for you trent brown and isaiah win so no isaiah win on the field oh well, trent brown was on the field he's hard to miss because he is massive although again bodies. from like 70 yards away i thought he looked a little trimmer i thought he looked a little slimmer trent brown but more importantly he was lining up at your left tackle position, just to the left of Cole Strange, just to the left of one of Shime's only three positives about the Patriots, David Andrews, who was limited Love at him. times, and then James Ferentz took mm -hmm. over. Uh, Mike Onwenu at right guard, and then Justin Huron at right tackle. I don't know if this is simply no Isaiah win, so move Trent Brown to left tackle, or Trent Brown was a really good left tackle here the first time around. 2018, he was dominant. Healthy the Maybe. whole year, too. Maybe you're a better overall line with him at left tackle, and I then I hope that's the case. Same. And, and I know our guy uh, Kyrie Thompson. He wrote about some of the position battles on weei.com today, and was like, you know, maybe win moves around, or maybe win on a one-year deal for a tackle needy team at ten million dollars. I think is a ridiculous amount of money for him because I don't think he's very good. But maybe you can sucker somebody into a trade or a deal, especially if somebody gets injured in the preseason Correct. and it's on a competing competing team. Yes. Are you just looking for a draft pick, or is there something else the Patriots may need or we think could need that he would be worth getting? Like they obviously stocked up at tiny cornerbacks in the off season. They could use some more help along the line, but they have enough guard centers for three different teams right now. The one position that they really, really, really are, and they have tight ends and receivers out the wazoo, not to mention running backs. The one position I would say is of concern or of depth concern is tackle. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what Haran is in their eyes. Like, I'm always hesitant with these young developing linemen because I do think they can make big jumps from, like, I don't know who that guy is to, wow, that guy's pretty good. He's played a couple games, and I didn't notice him. And I would also throw in, I don't know why. I just think this Stuber kid out of Michigan, the late round pick, could be in the mix there as a oh, rotational. Oh, that's right, Stuba. I, like it. I think he Stuba. could be a guy. But I just, I think next OTA, we'll see if Wins out there. If he is, where is Trent Brown? Where is Win? If he's not, because remember last year, if I'm, if my memory is correct, they did, they could have moved Trent Brown to left tackle at one point when Win mm -hmm. missed time, and they didn't. So. This they could have done that again. They could have kept Win uh, Trent Brown at right tackle and put somebody else at left tackle for a practice. You know, if it's short term with Win or whatever. So just keep an eye on Trent Brown left tackle Isaiah Win. I okay. would be so excited if Cole Strange and Trent Brown was the left side of the line. Like that is seven hundred pounds of athleticism and agri and muscle and like that. That would just be great. It would be awesome. Plus, in your area, Fitzy, I know my daughter's a big fan, and shouldn't there have been like a marketing angle with the uh, Cole Strange and Stranger Things, like their new season is coming out this week. Couldn't they have like? Well, they kind of went with Doctor. They went with uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness in their release graphic for Cole Strange initially, and I'm sure they'll probably do something else along those lines as well. Okay, what do you got, John? Uh, next name for you, Andy Cam McGrone. Cam McGrone uh, was on the field taking part. He's fully healthy, as Bill Belichick previewed and said. Well, you know, we had him on the practice field late last year. We wouldn't have done that if he wasn't healthy. He is out there. I loved listening to him more mm. than watching him he spoke he was one of the i want to say it was either six or seven players that held press conferences after practice and his quote was somebody asked if he was nervous because of like the expectations and the potential for an increased role i don't have a nervous bone in my body i know what i have to do and i know the time is coming to do it 
I'm a sucker for quotes like that. I'll wow. be honest with you. You he love hard-o quotes like that. Like I you're just do. Like, I'd much rather have a hard-o quote than like the old Mark Sanchez. I need to stop sucking so much. Like, I don't want those losers on my team. <laughs> That's a loser mentality. Kim McGrone, I don't know if he can play, but he's got a winner's mentality. All right. Uh, and lastly, how about uh, Jonu Smith? Jonu Smith, I'm going to give you a twofer because Ooh, I wanted to add somebody twofer. else to the list and I a forgot twofer. to earlier. Um, James White being on the practice field and taking part in some early practice drills. I'm a big fan of uh, older running back coming off a hip surgery is concerning right. to me, especially when he talked about this offseason going like three months without being able to get out of bed and having to like yeah. have the kids bring him stuff and all those things. He didn't take part in a lot of like the team drills and stuff, but just the fact that he had a helmet on a jersey on was out there like doing some bag drills. That's huge because I don't think they have a great backup situation for the passing back. I'm not sold on Ty Montgomery or what Pierre about Pierre Strong? Strong? Okay, but also for James no, White, it's also South Dakota State. He's just going to come in and do the job. Well, but what? Well, I also but for think James that they may be moving away from it too. For James, what? For we'll see about that. That's an interesting idea, Shime. Uh, but what if what if this is for James White? Like obviously, it's very encouraging to see him out there. But what if in his case? This is just knocking the rust off, getting back out there like, oh, let's see how the old hip responds when we get out there, a little OTA. It's got to be a gradual process to work his way back up to game speed, competition, and, oh, I don't know, full bore contact. Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. Like, hip injuries to me are major. Like they're like ACL, certain things you're like, oh, dime a dozen. Happens all the time. Hip, back injuries over the years. I, I always say this. I think part of it literally for me is like, um, trauma from when I was a kid and a big Bo Jackson fan. And he had like, oh, he's got a hip pointer. He'll be back next week. And he wasn't. He never played again. They That'll had to be the, the end of his career. Yeah. Replace yeah. it. Like, and so I, I think that's a big deal. So him being on the field, great. Jonu Smith on the field, I think is great. If you remember, he missed some of this action last year. And I don't know if that set him back. I don't know if that set the, the ball of disappointment rolling in the summer and the spring for him. But he had a miserable year. And I will say minor thing that I think is kind of good. So that that uh, false start uh, combination of plays earlier, one guy who didn't move in false start, kept his hand in the dirt in his three-point stance, Jonu Smith. So he at least knew the snap count. Heads that's in the dub, game, baby. That's a dub. Starts with your head in the game, small and then victories. the body will follow. Yep, that's small where victories. we are right now, guys. It's only late May. We are in small victories territory. And to hear more positive than negative from you, Andy, or at least indifferent in terms of sort of like general visceral uh, uh, observations yesterday, like the fact that, you know, you weren't too concerned about the wee little uh, wisp of straw or wheat wheat strand wrists that Taekwon Thornton has. Okay, well, I mean, I, I know concerning. that. We started on the, the upper practice fields, mm -hmm. and he actually blew down to the lower practice fields. It was mildly concerning when he, he started tumbling down the hill and couldn't control himself, but <laughs> sure, he'll get stronger. Right, Shine, but, but, you have emails? Good here. Yeah, we actually do have a listener email for you guys. Uh, so this is from Brian. Brian says, Dear Sixers, which I actually tend to like. I kind of like uh, it. A lot of gnashing of teeth over this year's offensive coordinator, or a lack thereof. You've pointed out the Patriots are no better than the eighth team in the AFC, mostly based on quarterback rankings. Do you think Bill Belichick hasn't noticed this? His moves this offseason smack very much of a bridge year to 2023, and he'll be able to bring Billy O back to run the Belichick offense, which O'Brien had a hand in developing. 
BB's choice to not recruit or even name an OC or play caller leaves the door wide open for Billy O next year in a way that bringing in a promising young or even established offensive coach from elsewhere would not have. And quite frankly, there are way too many holes to fill in just one season. Get Mac another year of experience and try not to break him, and then see a big year three jump under an established, familiar OC who's worked for years in both the Patriots and Alabama systems. A note to Shime, bridge year, not the same as tank year. I think Belichick will try, still try to win as many games as possible because he's chasing Shula. Tanking teams don't do that, but any move he makes this year will be the kind that helped next year more than this year. And a note to Fitzy, Life expectancy in America peaked in 2014, plateaued a bit under the peak until 2019, and has dropped since COVID. We're back to the turn of the century levels, around 77, a little less for men per the CDC. It used to go up a little bit every year, but it hasn't for a while, and there's no guarantee that it will again. Keep up the good chatter, Brian in Nevada. All right, there. There's a lot to chew I, on I there. I was going to say, there's a lot of meat on that bone. So, so I would like to start by saying, if the plan is to just like get through this year mm-hmm. and then Bill Bill O'Brien is in fact your offensive coordinator next year and that's exactly why Belichick isn't hiring or naming an offensive coordinator. Mm. I I don't hate that plan. That was something I had said months ago when I felt like this was going to be a bridge year tank year is a little extreme uh, in the first place. A little? Uh, a little, yeah. A yeah. lot. So, so that is a plan I am in favor of. I think if that, and if that is in fact the plan, I'm into it. I'm okay with it. It's a hold the fort until Billy O'Brien can come back after he gets out of his deal. Okay. And if I was, if I was, if I even, Belichick doesn't even have to tell me, but if I was silently informed that that was the plan, definitely won't. (laughs) I would be less negative. Yes. Um, I think it's a bridge year, not necessarily in in description just in in action i i think i don't think bill if you got him his little truth serum and you slipped it in his bud light lime on nantucket i don't think he would say yeah we're one of the best four teams in football we're competing for a championship weekend for super bowl i think he can be realistic when he has to be and i think he's doing things that help the team now i think he's trying to win as much as possible now but nothing that will hinder his ability to succeed moving forward with a lot of cap space next year, theoretically and hopefully a third draft, a third good draft in a row, building a youthful foundation, Mac maturing, maybe some stability or advancement with roles on the coaching staff. Yeah, I do think this is sort of a uh, a bridge to 2023. I think 2023 is the most optimistic and timely chance for Patriots fans to be expecting to compete at a, a significantly higher level than they will this year. And other teams had been building up and around towards the end of the Tom Brady era to be ready for whenever he did leave, should it have happened. And spoiler alert, it did, son of a bitch. And I had heard that Belichick envisioned it being at least a solid quality three-year re- rebuild. The 2023 and beyond was when he really thought he was going to have this team tuned up and ready to compete. So uh, that wouldn't surprise me in the least. Last one real quick, though, Shime. This one just came in on the Twitter sphere uh, at Bottle Rocket. Dalton Keene, what's the deal? <laughs> Andy, what? Andy, Dalton Keene, what's the deal? 
Uh, yeah, I got nothing. I mean, uh, I, ooh, Andy Dalton Keen, a good before and after answer on Jeopardy. Sorry, that would ahead. be a good before and after. Andy, Andy Dalton, Dalton Keen. Keen. Wow, that's a nice little name name and, hybrid, little portmanteau there. I like. No it. one would ever get it because no one on the planet knows who Dalton Keen is. And nope. no offense to him, mm-hmm. as you said, Chime, he's better than I would have ever been. He's probably the best to come out of his hometown, his high school. Still like, thanks, awesome. He <laughs> doesn't I don't, have a position. That's the problem. He doesn't like, have the, a future. The, is he going to be the, still have the mustache at least? I think so. I didn't yes. see him. I didn't. Is see he going to? He's not a tight end. He's not a fullback. Uh, is he a tight back? A full end? What are we talking here? Excuse me. He's he he's a he gone. <laughs> and uh, also, oh, and can we just while we're there right now, wrap it up? Uh, does Devin Asiasi make the team this year? Yes or no? No. No. Nope. All right, you heard it here first. <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> That's going to do it for another Six Rings podcast. I think we may have more legs and longevity than Dalton Keene and or Devin Asiasi in New England. At least we're crossing our fingers. Tell a friend. We're trying to grow our listener base. We're trying to grow our community. Next week's potpourri, we want your email or your tweets. So contact us at Six Rings Pod on Twitter, sixringspod at gmail.com if you want to email us globally. Everybody have a great couple days, and we'll be back later in the week, as always with a second round of hopefully more optimistic discussion from Shine. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I, I can't promise anything. I can't count <laughs> yeah, on no anything. Promises. Fitzy's not a super fan. At least Shine plays his role. He's a Mac hater, and he's full of negativity and all that kind of hate. I'm Andy all Hart. Who I'm just I'm just objective. I just tell it like it is. That's my voice of reason on this podcast. Right, Fitzy? Why don't you go fuck yourself? <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Thanks. All right. See ya. Guess we're going to end. Bye. 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 Not going to do it.